Get in here with me. Come on. No arguments. Just get your butt in here. And we are going to get under the covers here. And uh, we're going to have a little, a little, a little love in here. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> because it's been far too long since we just cuddled. <laughs> And I miss it. I really miss it. So, we're going to have a little cuddle party here, okay? And I want you to just... <laughs> Lie here on your side and just... Here, I'm going to put my arm out. I want you to put your head on my arm. You like that? And I'm going to put my leg over your hip and then I'm gonna throw my fingers through your hair and kiss the top of your head <laughs> and then squeeze <laughs> doesn't that feel good yeah, I just want you to relax and just take a deep breath <sighs> Feel me stroking your hair. Resting my head on yours. <laughs> yes, I know that means your your face is in my boobs, I know. But they're they're pillows. They're just pillows. Just don't think of them as anything sexy, they're just pillows. Yeah, that's that works for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, how have you been doing lately? And I don't mean like, how are you? You know, like, like how do you do? But I mean like, <laughs> I mean, how have you? How have you really been? You've been okay. It's, a, it's kind of a tough question to answer, I know, because I think we all have kind of layers or levels or strata or whatever you want to call it that we, that we exist on, you know, and most of the time when people ask us how we are, we just... We just go to the most superficial level and we say, oh, I'm okay. Or if we're really hurting or suffering, we'll be like, oh, I've been better. Or, mm, not so good, but hanging in there. We always downplay it, don't we? Like, it's almost like we don't want people to know how deep things go. There's other layers of like, if you go a little bit deeper and you kind of acknowledge to yourself, well, I'm not, I'm not really great. I mean, things could be much better. Yeah. 
and there's the deepest layer of all, which is like a lot of our our deepest stuff, our, our childhood, our past, our issues we have. Sometimes, I don't know if you if you're like me, you don't even want to go near that stuff, do you? <laughs> no, it's like it's radioactive. Just no. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. Like that octopus running away. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to. You know that. With me, you don't have to. You don't have to go anywhere you don't want to go. I'm just saying, I, I want to know how you're feeling. And I want you to know that whatever level you're comfortable at with me, just know that I want to make sure that everything's okay. Or at least as okay as it can be right now. So I think, I think sometimes people think that to be happy just sort of not depressed that we have to be perfect or that we have to be perfectly happy or have no problems yeah. and that's just not true I think it's more like I think it's more like a, um, a, a balance which, which wins? You know, like they say in um, in Las Vegas, um, you know, they say the house always wins, right? That no matter what, no matter what you do, no matter what game you play, what system you think you have, the house, the casino, always has the advantage. Right? It's always going to come out ahead. But did you know what the actual numbers are on that? kind of fascinating. The house, the casino, in other words, only wins about 51% of the time. Maybe it's a little bit more, I'm not sure, but not much. Probably, probably never more than 52 or 53% of the time. Which makes sense if you think about it, right? Because if they went all the time, nobody would go, right? Who would go? <laughs> so they have to let you in a lot of the time, right? To keep you coming back. But with that little 1%, you know, that they're able to build Las Vegas. <laughs> it's crazy amounts of money floating around there. So I use that as an example when I think, even if... 49% of the time I'm feeling really down or low or depressed or not good enough or whatever, you know, as long as 51% of the time I can pick myself up and, and feel better about things and be patient with myself be more forgiving than I normally am of myself if I can love myself a little bit more just just 51% of the time 
that would be enough to make my life into Las Vegas. <laughs> it's kind of a strange metaphor, but I think I think you know what I mean, right? Oh, here my arm's getting sore. Ow! I'm gonna move. All right, I'm gonna turn around. You be big spoon, okay? Okay. Okay. Oh, there. That's good. So cuddle. Yeah, cuddle it. Oh, yeah. Tuck your knees under my knees. That's it. So. <laughs> and for some reason, I thought of when I was thinking of this to try to talk to you about this. I thought of Typhoid Mary. <laughs> Because, because this is how my mind works. And, you know, if you're going to snuggle with me, you're going to get weird stories. That's just the way it goes. Okay, Typhoid Mary. You've probably heard of Typhoid Mary, okay? So, Typhoid Mary, back in the 18-whatever, she was this uh, cook in for uh, wealthy families in New York. And typhoid is a disease. You don't need to know anything more about it. But um, it spreads through... Um, Basically not washing your hands. Let's just leave it at that, okay? That's how it spreads. So, anyway. <laughs> Typhoid Mary, this cook, she would go to these families. She'd cook for them. Everybody in the family would get desperately ill with typhoid, right? <laughs> Typhoid fever. And, and so she'd leave the employment. And she'd go to another place. And everybody in the family would get really sick. And people started thinking, what the hell is happening here? Is she poisoning everybody? And she was determined, no, 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 there's no way. It's not my fault. But she'd keep going to more families. And um, they'd keep getting, everybody would get sick. And what they finally figured out <laughs> was that she was a carrier of typhoid fever. She just never had any symptoms. But she was spreading typhoid to everybody that she cooked for. Um... And eventually, they, you know, they, when they found this out about her, they banned her from ever cooking for anybody ever again. But what did she do? Of course, they found her cooking for people again. She made everybody else sick. I think they finally put her in some, <laughs> some, like, remote island somewhere, I think in the middle of the Hudson River or something. There's some, there's some, <laughs> there's some old abandoned, um, sanitarium <laughs> in the middle of it's like Roosevelt Island or something I'm you know I'm reaching here but you can look this up it's cool because there's still the remains of this this old hospital it's really creepy and they kept her there they had to they had to keep her they had to lock her up because she wouldn't stop cooking for people and there's a relevant point here there is um <laughs> Plus, of course, you just like hearing me talk about weird things. Okay. So, here, let me hold your hand. Uh, put my hand in yours. So, the point is, what is a carrier, right? What's a carrier of a disease? How can you be a carrier of a disease? You know what it is? Is that in people who are considered carriers of disease, there's, there's a fine... Mm, kind of balance going on inside them between their immune system and the disease. It's so finely balanced that they don't ever 
win against the disease. They don't ever, like, just completely vanquish it and make antibodies to it, and then they're not contagious or, you know. But the disease never wins either. And the disease doesn't, the disease doesn't make them sick. So it's like this 50-50 kind of tightrope, 51-49 kind of thing, you know. And so I'm not saying that, you know, it's not terrible to have typh typhoid. Of course it is. Of course it's terrible to have typhoid fever, to be to have it in your body and be a carrier. But think about yourself as typhoid Mary. Think if you want, think about it that way. That 51% of the time, <laughs> you, you're kind of in a good enough frame of mind to go out there and make everybody sick. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. This was probably a very bad example. <laughs> At least it's not a horse story. It's just a disease story. Um, but that's what my point is. Okay, we'll go back to the casino one if you want. Go back to the casino. Think of yourself as, as um, you know, Caesar's Palace on the Las Vegas Strip or the Bellagio, you know, with the, with the fountains. Have you ever been to Las Vegas? It's, wow, it's a trip. It's like another planet. It's a very strange place. But think of yourself as if you're, you're in a casino just kind of sitting there going, yeah, okay, I, I gotta give away, you know, almost half. I lose half the time. Right? But, but 51% of the time, I win. Ka-ching, 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 and that's good enough for me. <laughs> so the point, the point, the point of all this, the point of all this is that if you can think of it that way, right? If you're feeling really shitty today, you can say, is this a 49% day? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's as high as 49% today. But maybe tomorrow, that number will only be 30%. Maybe I will be 70%, you know, happy or healthy or okay or feeling okay. And you can you can work on bringing those, those numbers up so that, you know, the, the times when you're not feeling great kind of get lower and lower, you know? It'll never happen for a casino because, like I said, nobody would come. Nobody would come. Can you imagine if this, if the casino, if the casino never paid out, if they, if they never, if you never won, ever, or if you only had like a ten percent chance of winning, nobody would go. But everybody goes because they're so close. It's so small that margin. But this is not. This is not an endorsement of gambling. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the law of large numbers thing okay you can look that up too that's a math thing and i know you'd never you never think you'd hear a math thing from me i know it's crazy isn't it but it's true it's the law of large numbers or something <laughs> it's, uh, all my references tonight are just very vague because I'm, 
I think I know what I'm talking about, but I'm not entirely sure. But the point is that this applies across large numbers, right? Of all the people gambling all the time in Las Vegas, 51% of the time, the house wins overall, okay? But you could definitely go to Vegas and lose everything you have, so, so please don't do that. you glad you cuddle with me. I, I know, I'm just, the things I fill your head with, typhoid and gambling. Um, but I think you get what I'm saying, right? It's not that, it's not so much that happiness is a choice, although, as I was telling my friend the other day, I, I, I try to be, I, I want to be happy. It doesn't mean I always am, and it doesn't mean it isn't a huge, huge struggle for me. It really is. I have a lot of things in my past that are very painful, and a lot of things that keep coming up over and over again, a lot of patterns that keep surfacing over and over again in my life, like I'm just doomed to be certain certain ways, you know, but, but at the end of the day, it's pretty simple. I, I want to be happy. And I don't mean that in like a, just a passive kind of, no, yeah, I want to be happy. I want to be rich. I want to be, no, I mean, I want to be happy. I've had enough pain and misery in my life that I just don't want it anymore. I, I want to be happy. So, if that's something that you can reach for, you know, if that's something that's a goal, kind of, you know, you sort of say to yourself, like, fuck it, I want to be happy. Like, why can't I just be happy? Why can't I? <laughs> like, isn't that a good goal? Isn't that a reasonable thing for a human being to want? Like, of course it is. So, as you're lying here with me, I want you to think about what could you do if you woke up tomorrow and you just said, want to be happy. Never mind whether I am, never mind whether I don't think I can be, never mind the problems I have. Just bleh, just bleh, just bleh. <laughs> just, just forget it. What, what would I do differently? What, what would I change? How could I, how could I mm, respond? differently, or what steps can I take, or, you know what I'm saying, like, what, just pick one thing, just one thing, like, like, maybe, maybe you do that, like, that drive through thing where you pay for the person's coffee behind you, because it just makes you happy, just, because you just feel a little, a little kind of, you just giggle a bit when you think, 
they're gonna be like what what you know and maybe they'll be like a whole chain of people paying for everybody's coffee who knows i mean might even make it the newspaper and you can look at it and go i did that look look i did that that's awesome you know like just (laughs) i'm making this sound too simplistic but like maybe you 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 lose your patience with somebody in your life all the time because they're just irritating as fuck you just want to kill them you know but maybe today you don't strangle them you know maybe today when they start irritating the ever-loving shit out of you you just sort of smile and just count to ten in your head and say i want to be happy i don't want to have a miserable time today I don't want to start my day out miserable, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be patient and not be, not be miserable. I mean, I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but I think if you kind of aim for, aim for ways that, you know, maybe just wanting something. And making it a priority. In spite of everything else. In spite of... Maybe in spite of what you think is is even possible. Maybe that's the key. This kind of... Cockeyed optimism. Yeah, I said cock. Yeah. But it's not the same kind of cock. In this case, this is still very safe for cockeyed optimist maybe that's what you need to be you know maybe you need to be like I'm gonna defy the odds I'm gonna be someone who should not be as happy as I am you know (laughs) based on all the shit that's gone through my life but but I'm gonna defy the odds and I'm gonna be a pretty happy person Maybe, you know, it's just, it's just a thought. It's kind of the way I, I go through my life. Just, I want to be happy and I want to make other people happy. It's my, it's my number one driving force in my life. Maybe it can be yours too. I think I feel your sock pushing my sock off. Hey, ow! Now my feet are cold. Ow! Wow, this room is cold. Why didn't you take my sock off? Okay, well, the other one's gonna have to come off now, too, so that ah, both my feet can be freezing. Ah, popsicle toes. It's getting so cold, it might be time for a warm fire again. Somebody, somebody noticed that that I, that I put that in my book. <laughs> she called him a vampire. <laughs> Sucking out all your warmth. It's okay. I'm gonna tuck my feet under the blanket. Yeah, now they'll be warm again. Okay. So. Okay. So. <clears throat> so now that we've solved all of our problems. 
Now that we're going to be happy and okay 51% of the time. And we're going to be casinos or typhoid Mary. You pick. I'm, you know, I'm not fussy. Uh, now what do you want to do? What should we do now? Should we go to sleep? You think? Or try anyway? Because I think sleep is a good start. Use all the rest that you need. It's really important. <laughs> Going to sleep knowing that you're going to make some changes. And they're going to be very small, but you're going to find ways to be happy. Because it's, it's just so simple, you know? You're, you're worth it. You're worth the effort. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. 